Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, good again. Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing me, bro. good with you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Alright, Total Generous Podcast back for episode two of the week. News and notes of pretty much everything going on. Uh, we're going to start in the world of college football. Uh, we got Garrett, we got K Morgan Studio with us. Um, yeah, a lot going on. I want to start with kind of the injury status of some big time quarterbacks we have um, in college football and. Can these teams survive if these guys miss significant You just time? said big-time quarterbacks, and then you've got K.J. Jefferson on this list. Yeah, baby. Arkansas. Um, so what are you saying? Will Levis is what I meant, but I forgot to. I don't see Will Levis on this write list. Down. I see K.J. Jefferson. I forgot to write him down. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Where are you going with this? Let's start with K.J. Jefferson. Okay. What is Arkansas without him? Without him, they're, you know, not a top 30 team in the country without him with him. I think they're kind of right around that team, right around that area. You know, they're a tough football team, but with their identity with him is a tough physical running the football team. He's one of their best running backs in essence. I mean, he's one of their best rushers with how he runs the ball and they mix it up a lot better with him there. Um, again, do I think, you know, Arkansas is going to beat, you know, they did, they lost to Bama. However, do I think they're, you know, going to compete in the, you know, upper echelon of the sec? No. However, with him, they're a tough, they're a tough, task for a lot of football teams i think did you see sam Pittman's comments after the game yeah about them not being or their goal was to be bowl eligible this season they were they were just in the fucking top 10 yeah like two weeks ago yeah never weird. say that that was concerning. never say i just want to be bowl eligible. yeah yeah that's how you recruit right that's there. when you're trying yeah. to save yeah. a job yeah. when you say oh the goal yeah. is bowl or eligibility go recruit and say hey we're we're, we're well, gonna try to be bowl eligible well, especially last year i think they only lost like three games last year mm-hmm. like they were nine and three team last year like alarming yeah, you're going to go from that to bowl eligible? Well, well, they came out this year ranked in the top 20 Yeah, in, in preseason rankings, and you're telling me your, That's your, your, expectation? your goal is bowl eligible. So you're expecting to go backwards yeah. from your preseason ranking? No. Yeah. Um, other guy, Will Levis. Mm-hmm. They've dropped you know, a couple games you know, since he's been out. This is a team that you know you haven't been on, K-Moore. No, been off them I've been kind of on them. I, I, I don't know. They... They're in a tough situation. Well, they right lose him this week, and they lose to South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. I mean, and a South Carolina team that's been down pretty bad, like morale-wise. Like, there was not high expectations for South Carolina, but somewhat of a competitive expectation for South Carolina this season, and they really haven't lived up to that. And for them to come in at home... Uh, South they, Carolina's 4-2. and two. They're a bad football team, though. South Carolina's 4-2, and two, and they're getting consideration for top 25 right now. Uh, That's better than I thought. That is better. That than sounds I thought. great. Like maybe it's just because they lost to Georgia by like so bad. They also got who else did they lose to? Like Arkansas. Pr- Arkansas. Yeah, they Arkansas beat them by like fourteen. Look, they have beaten nobody. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. their wins are against nobody. But and Kentucky. If you look at which AP, is a ranked win on paper. If you look at the AP rankings, somehow, some way, mm-hmm. South Carolina got some votes. Crazy. Which fine, you know and. If I was a four and two fan base in South Carolina, I'd probably be pretty happy about that. Actually, looking who, at it, so who would you rather be right now, Arkansas or Kentucky? This year, this season, this year. okay. Um, to, for the remainder of this season. <clears throat> oh wow, because Kentucky still has to play 
Tennessee and Georgia. Yeah. Arkansas is pretty done with their challenging part of their schedule, but I mean, and Mississippi State, Kentucky. I'd, yeah, I'd rather not even be either of these teams. Yeah. They're, they're both. <laughs> their seasons they, are both over. Do they, they have both to finish outside the top twenty-five? Yeah, I think they both will. I mean, with or without Will Levis, I mean Kentucky again, they're an okay team. Nothing special this season, and I and I and I don't even think much of Will Levis. I think he's a good college quarterback in the sense that he can move the football. He's tough. He can run. He's like. He's like a Josh Allen of college football before he became accurate. All right. Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. He's been hurt. Didn't play last week. You saw what happened to them. We talked about it yesterday on the episode. Uh, Might as well sit out the rest of the season. You think he just needs to cash it in? (laughs) I mean, mean, what are his options Uh, to continue losing? Yeah, I mean, even Venables at this point would be like, fuck, maybe I'd rather just give General Booty some, some time. You know, I mean... I don't really know. I mean, Gabriel, obviously, he's a guy that had some draft expectations going into the season, so he needs to regain some of that stock. So, obviously, he has a little bit of that to prove. However, Oklahoma in general, you know, talk about a fan base that had has always going to have high expectations, and rightfully so. They're Oklahoma. You know, that's a blue-chip elite program, and for them to be that down bad is uh, pretty embarrassing, I would say. It's bad. and They're staring at potentially four straight losses. Mm-hmm. With a good Kansas team, who's also down a quarterback. Yeah. Can Kansas survive without their quarterback? Kansas, you know, let's not even talk bad about Kansas. I know. You Kansas know what? can't. Kansas can survive without their quarterback. Their yeah, backup we actually saw their backup sling. Really well. play well. You uh, think their backup, what, on Gabriel, three touchdowns or four touchdowns? Four. Yeah, he threw the Dylan shit Gabriel the ball. absolutely needs to come back and play. Yeah. And Venables is going to take him the second he's healthy. Yeah, they need, <laughs> um, they need to stack one. Yeah, I don't think there's any, any denying that. And Gabriel's played really well this year. He's been he's been fine. He's ran the ball well. He's got um, eleven touchdowns, no picks. He's thrown for twelve hundred yards in four ish games. I no, mean, he's been Gabriel's played. He's better really than I well. thought he would, well, he would be. They're kind of the Texas of last year, where they can score, but their defense is very bad. Absolutely, I'm yeah. just making the case for Gabriel, though. Yeah, him specifically. He he he, he needs to play the, for his draft. Stock, Oklahoma's though. problem has not been at quarterback. No, until this last game, obviously. But yeah, and if you're Venables and you realize shit, my <laughs> defense sucks. Um, I still need to score. And I need to win some games to recruit well. Yeah. You're putting Gabriel in the second he clears protocols. Yeah. And the big one, Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Is Alabama susceptible to loss without Bryce yeah. Young? Yeah. I mean, we saw that against A&M. They were susceptible to a loss with Bryce and Young. Oh. Ooh. So, yeah. But I mean, that's against an elite Texas team. That's against the fucking that's Texas. The University of Texas. The that's, University of I'm Back, Texas a, Longhorns. A, Texas I'm Back University. Yeah. Quinn Ewers Longhorns right there. Exactly. Yeah. Might as well rename the university at this point. Build, well, the, build well, the man a statue Here's, here's why the reason I bring up this question. About why the, delay the inevitable game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bring up the question about the hurt quarterbacks because there seems to be a trend across college football coaches to be not only conservative with the backup quarterback, but zero faith at all for these quarterbacks to throw the ball. Well, a lot of times it's because these guys are coming out of high school. Well, that and I think I think what we've seen in college football that we've never seen before is the addition of the transfer portal has eliminated the backup quarterback position right. in the sense yeah. that it's almost like you don't have a good backup it's quarterback almost like in anymore. The NFL, right? Like you get these journeyman backups. Yeah. Right. And and in college, all your starters. Are, are becoming port like they're they're yes. they're coming from the portal. What was so the they stat? played. I think I said it, you know, before season. I think it was what was it? Forty five percent of the starting quarterbacks this season in college football are transfer portal portal starting quarterbacks. Right. 
So you guys, you have like you have experience. Yeah, you know, you have veterans, whatever. I'd say in in terms of uh, the injury conversation. So Will Levis, whatever. Uh, I don't <laughs> think he's a very good. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's that great. He's going to be a tight end in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he translates the way that some people do. I mean, for whatever that's worth. Uh, KJ Jefferson's back this week. So yeah, he'll, uh, he's yeah. suited so, up. Last game, he's didn't yeah, play. Yeah. So, so no real concern there. Yeah. Um, Bryce Young. He suited up as emergency last week. As but well. he didn't play. And I think that was an emergency. Yeah, but they, like, he's supposed to be back this week. He's supposed to be. But again, like when they say emergency, you're you're up by four against A&M. Like, that's no, I think they meant like kind of emergency the time. Quarterback I think like injury. To, yes. Like there's nobody to play. Yes. Right. I'm yeah. just and saying. It was probably like saving thinking we can get by A&M. Let's get him healthy for Tennessee. No, like. I no, get that, but you're talking about Bryce Young. Yeah, I was saying KJ Jefferson oh, KJ. is back. Yes, for sure this week. Yes, yeah, no, he is. Yeah, Bryce Young, I think, is an absolute panic mode because if he's not healthy and like not just playing, but you're gonna he- lose. But to healthy, you're they're gonna lose to Tennessee. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair because Tennessee's gonna hang points on them, mm-hmm. and we saw what Alabama's offense looked like. Unless their defense just completely shows out, uh, Tennessee's gonna beat them unless Bryce Young plays Ooh. plays well. We're going to talk about that game coming up. No, and I don't think that's that hot of a take. No, it's I not. Don't. I think it's pretty yeah, fair. It's not. So in terms of concern for quarter, or injury, you should be concerned. You should be on the hot seat. Another quarterback, um, before we move on, Devin Leary for NC State oh, yeah. went down last week. That matters. Late in the game. That so matters. I think he's going to uh, take this next week off from what I've heard. Who they got this week? Um, from what I understand, it's no one big. But I know the following week... I want to say it's Wake Forest or something yeah, like gotta, that. They, like, you gotta, you gotta. So he points. needs to be back in that lineup pretty soon, or else they're gonna be falling they're out. They're at of the Syracuse time. this week. Oh, that's no slouch of a game. It's not Syracuse got a great defense. No too. joke. That's yeah, joke. and that's, they, they can run the football Syracuse, too. At least numbers wise, top ten defense in college football so far this year. Yeah. Don't uh, sleep on the orange. All right, moving on. Well, we that's are scary. This is gonna be some, you know, scary hours with this question, but. We're, we're week six. Oh, I hate it. I know. Oh, God. That's halfway point of college football okay. regular season. Boys. That makes me sad. I'm so sad. Yeah. So sad. Um, but with that, it's all but fair to do our midseason Heisman. Have to. Let's hear it. Um, okay, Morgan, lead us off. Who's your midseason Heisman? There is only one answer to this. Now, I don't care what the fuck you two say. The correct answer, the midseason Heisman is Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. Ooh. He has... What he's done on the football field, his statistics will prove that. What he's done, the teams he's beaten, and where he's put Tennessee, he is the mid, he is the midseason Heisman. I'm gonna go DTR. Okay, Dorian Thompson Robinson. I cannot believe you said that. Why? I lot. Well, that's who you're gonna pick? Huh? Yeah, that's exactly who my pick was. <laughs> oh, so was I, it? Yeah, I just uh, I, I thought I was real safe in that. So. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's a good pick. DTR. Yeah. I mean, it's a good pick. CJ Stroud. I think you can. <clears throat> he's been very good. Yeah, but we knew that. But we knew that exactly. <laughs> like so, what? Um, and, and our and honestly, CJ Stroud, he's been great. I'm, yeah, I, I know I'm splitting hairs, but yeah, he's I'm, had some moments. Yeah, where he hasn't looked like a Heisman. Well, the problem is too, they really haven't played anyone since Notre Dame. You know, so the to last which, five weeks, which is, he didn't look great against. Right. Exactly. So I mean, I wanted to shout out one guy before we get Garrett to answer. Is I'm gonna fuck up this guy's name. Who? Israel. Abin Kanda, the running back running out of pit. Yeah. He has been <laughs> going bonkers. Yeah. Bonkers. He went for um No, you're not wrong. On Saturday against Virginia Tech, 
three twenty and six. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, um, he's. And Arduzzi said they're going to run the ball this year. Eight hundred and thirty yards, twelve touchdowns this year for yeah. him. He has been electric. Not a Heisman candidate, yeah. but you know, I, I mean, if, too bad it, they lost to Georgia Tech yes. last week. If yeah. he so. keeps up these types of numbers, he will be a Heisman candidate. You cannot deny it. No, if he yeah, those yeah. numbers he are rushes too for two thousand yards. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna he's, be in there. It's been stupid, but I don't think he will be. But but yes, yes. Yeah, no, but anyone different? I know you got DTR. But. I mean, Hendon Hooker and DTR, you know, for halfway season guys, the guys that have jumped yeah, up like, the list. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of somebody that like we didn't like. I, I would say after that, my next pick would probably be CJ. Um, I'd say uh, after those DJ, two. DJ Oingloy. You know, he's been up there oh, on my I list too. Agree with that from a guy that oh, he's been good. He's been good. Like again, week one against Georgia Tech wasn't great. However, you know, his wins over NC State and Wake Forest, he definitely was. The driving factor in those football games to get those wins. And I know we joke about it all the time, but if Texas goes undefeated, and oh Quinn Ewers is, he needs to be in New undefeated York. the rest of the season. Yes. Again. Yeah. Sorry. Again. The pre. That's pre- my guy. You yeah. know, that's my no, guy. That was. Real, there's a real argument because you have to look at his body of work. Right. Right. Like you can't look at the team's body of work. You have to look at his body of work. Yes. And, and this is the season. And where you look at a, a guy who like looks like he, at the very least, was. Maybe going to beat Alabama. I mean, I know you guys think fucking blow out. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I do think. Maybe? I, I think I think there's definitely, you know, they, there's an argument to be made. They look like the better team up until that point of the game. Yeah. Because of Quinn Ewers. Because of him. Uh, and he has done nothing to, like, disparage that thought. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if if he shows out yeah. the way he has, you, he can't, was. you can't say. You can't. Yeah. You can't. I said he was my Heisman pick going into the season without even seeing him play. This guy is the truth. So yeah. um, I, 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 I got to touch on on DJ though. What? There, you really think that that guy's a Heisman candidate right now? Yes, because his team's winning. He's his team is winning. He's the leader of that football team. Yes. Oof. Heisman's That's not so, always statistical. I know. So you're 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 making the argument. If you're making the argument, best player on one of the best teams. Yeah. Then DJ, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, if you look at like what the guy does actually on the field he's not doing the things that dtr is doing hooker's doing bryce young's doing cj stroud's doing yeah like he's not doing those things caleb williams caleb williams even actually caleb williams no that guy's had a couple duds of games he's been really good he's been carrying that team oh he's been (laughs) okay okay we'll get there either way best player on the very That's not always point. the case. I do think this season is the season to where someone with crazy numbers or someone that, again, it's leads open. a team out of nowhere. It's an open season for that Heisman because, one... Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just CJ Strouds and everyone's playing for second. It could be. But Bryce Young has already won the Heisman. That always leads to something like yes. this happening. Caleb Williams hasn't hit 200 yards in two of the five games. Hasn't thrown for 200 yards. That's fine. Against teams like Washington State, piss-poor defense, and Oregon State. Washington State, piss-poor defense. That Oregon State game, man. Look at what DTR did to them. So Washington State? Did they play Washington State? Oh, no, I'm, uh, I'm thinking of... Uh, fucking Utah. Cam Rising blew them up. Oregon State. Oregon State. Yeah. Or I mean, Bo Nix blew up Washington State. They had I'm not hating on Caleb Williams. That game. Sounds By like the way, Caleb Williams is a stud, and he looks great. But, but he's Heisman not, numbers? No. But I don't think he's going to... Not yet. He looks a little weird in a USC uniform. Is that just me? He looked better in Caleb. Like, I'm, I'm not even <laughs> fucking around. I'm just saying it's weird to see a guy like go from... 
one elite program to another elite program. We're just pulling every fucking be right there. Every trick out of the hat. Are you kidding me? Relax. Drew Pine could be a Heisman guy at this point. We don't know. I mean, we know. Hey, he had forty-four percent completion percentage against Oregon State, fifty-one percent completion percentage against Washington State. He's, he's fucking terrible. He's a great quarterback. He's, <laughs> he's a great quarterback. Terrible. I would love to have him on oh, my team. Gosh. Is that Heisman numbers through five games? Not it's at all. Not. No, not at all, Garrett. Oh god. All right. Not at all. Cody Cody knows it's true too. No, I don't. I don't. Since in Bennett's Heisman campaign sure fell off a cliff, huh? Yeah, Fuck we knew that did. was coming though, the fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cody, I'm gonna do something. He's a national champion. Hey, Cody, I'm gonna do something you can't do. There's gonna be a all right? Because movie I was on him. the Stetson Bennett hype train and I was saying, hey. This is who he is. Yes. Right? And you know what? I can actually admit it. Yes. <laughs> All right? You you're can't do that. You're a gentleman. I will admit it. Hey, look. Stetson Bennett looked like dog shit the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Not like a Heisman. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. All and right. I th- and I thought he was going to kind of work his way. Looks, just to he get looks nominated. a lot like Caleb Williams. Moving Same on. Same guy. Probably a little better. A little better. AP poll changed this week quite a bit. Um, Georgia goes back to one. Bama goes down to three. And it's kind of a weird trend we're seeing with AP poll this year where they're flip-flopping those teams at the top for not great performances on the weekend. Um, thoughts on it? I think it's pretty fair for this point, especially, I mean, they had Ohio, Ohio State number one, right? No, uh, yeah. Georgia's or, one. Oh, they Georgia, Georgia back to Georgia, one? Yeah, Georgia back one. to one. Oh, I mean, I think this just proves how... I'm going to use the word beatable. You know, I think that and vulnerable that we've seen from this top three at this point. I mean, Ohio State's <clears throat> looked pretty consistent since week one. However, the other two, Bama, Georgia, have been extremely vulnerable in at least two games for both of them. So I think this, you know, the AP voters have been pretty, you know, um, pretty consistent in their evaluation saying, hey, you look vulnerable, I'm going to drop you down a peg. Now, they're not dropping them to like four or five or anything like that because mm-hmm. they're still winning these games. And you know what? Good teams win. You know, great teams cover. They're not covering, so they're not a great team right now, but they are a good, consistent football team. So for them to drop a little bit like that, I think it's fine. Again, we're still halfway through the season, so we we really – it's hard to say we really don't know, but I still feel like we don't know in some of these teams because they really – you know, look at Bama, Georgia, and Ohio State. You know, a quality win between those three teams. Like, so Texas is probably the most quality this, win right now. Nope. That's what that's that's my that's my argument. I think they have it right, actually. Um, okay. At least up until this point, based off of what you oh, can rank. Oregon. 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 Yeah. Who has the best win? Oregon or Georgia? Georgia does. has yeah. the best win. Who has the next best win? Ohio State, Notre Dame, and right. And, and then, then who has the next best win? Bama, Texas. Bama. Is, so and is, at, at times they've all looked beatable. So I like it. I think. What is that? I'm just asking. What? Is, honestly, like not Notre you, Dame. Yeah, is that a better win than over Texas? Alabama. It's comparable. Who's who's had better wins between Texas and Notre Dame, though? <clears throat> I don't know, but Alabama was on the road in that game. Ohio State was at home. I think that has a lot to do with it too. I think. Does Tech, but but who has? But still, who has better wins? Texas or Notre Dame? Notre does, does Texas have a win against a ranked opponent? No, they don't. Who they beat last week? They beat Oklahoma, Oklahoma. who wasn't ranked. Well, they're not ranked. They weren't no, ranked in that game. Not, oh, no. that's right. Both, neither they're, team was definitely ranked. not gonna be ranked. First time neither team was ranked like ninety eight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, ninety eight. Um. That's interesting. I mean, so I, I think they have it right based off of what they can go off. They've all looked beatable at a point. Yeah. But when they've won, who has the most impressive win? Georgia. And then I'd say Ohio State. And then I'd say Alabama. And it's close. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I, but I think based off of resumes up until this point, Georgia deserves one. Yeah. I, 
It's hard. I mean, I don't. I think it's irrelevant at this point. I mean, obviously, the AP poll doesn't really. It's mean so shit. irrelevant. Yet we talk about it every fucking. Yet yeah, I wake up every day. And <laughs> Look at it. it, and that's all I think about. Garrett, we talked about it last week. Yeah. Well, now you know what. Fuck it. Halfway through the season, who's making the playoff? Oh, I can't wait. No, yeah, who's making it? Yeah, no, Tell no, no. Me. I, Tell I, me I can't right wait now. for this conversation. Tell me right now, <laughs> Cody. I want your four. Oh God, here we go. Um, Texas won. <laughs> <laughs> Pure chaos. Two, two lost Texas. Oh, Ohio State number one. Oh, we're going with the numbers too. Oh, I like so that it. Means I he like thinks it. There's an SEC championship loss in there from yeah. Georgia or Bama. Yep. Alabama number two. So Bama wins, but also loses. Correct. Interesting. No, not necessarily. I think you know they've already shown that you know Ohio <sighs> you, State is ranked higher than Bama now. But Ohio State's not going to play a Georgia. They're going to play Michigan. And no one thinks that Michigan is Georgia. I don't know. I don't know. They're 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 close. They're splitting hairs. And if Ohio State goes and throttles mm-hmm. Michigan, and it's a close game with Bama outlasting Georgia, I go Ohio State one, um, Alabama two, okay, Clemson three, USC four. I knew it. All Clemson right. three, USC four. Yeah, Georgia doesn't make it. Nope. So you think Georgia loses <clears throat> to Tennessee? Well, so if Tennessee beats Georgia, or if Tennessee beats Georgia. They lose to Bama twice, so they would Tennessee would lose to Bama twice because they'd play in the SEC championship. Or Georgia could just be the one lost team that loses an SEC championship. But Georgia could sneak. But that in. would mean that Georgia's undefeated going in, uh huh, and they lose to Bama, who's also undefeated going in. Yep. Okay, and you have SC being undefeated. They'd have to be right. Clemson have to. That's be. what I'm saying. So, Clemson. so you just have four undefeated, undefeated teams, teams going in. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of undefeated teams. Uh, we is... never get that. We never do. Yeah. But but in some way or shape, I think that's the way it ends he up. Yeah, those four. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. That's so fucking wild. I, I don't... I It's not even that I hate the teams. I just hate the math to get there. <laughs> like, it seems no, like he, that's... Is it ever easy math, though? Is it, it's well, never... four undefeated teams just seems like... It's called triple. That doesn't happen. I mean, even no, like... I mean... But it could. It's called triple. Especially could, considering could. how beatable we're saying these teams have been. Yeah. I mean... But, Still, those I'm picking four conference <clears throat> champions more than anything. Not about the win loss records. Four conference champions. Yeah. Man, it is hard for me to do this because I'm looking at it. And I'm like, fuck. Like Bama hasn't looked great. Georgia hasn't looked great. Give us your four. I Let's just go. don't know who the fuck's gonna go in between those two. Yeah. You know, and I think both of them are beatable. And like, do I think Tennessee can clip either of them? I do. I don't know. You know, I really don't know. Give us your four. Um, Bama, I can't, I can't disagree with Bama just being that number one team that's going to come yeah. in. I think that's pretty evident to me right now. I'd say Ohio State at two, pretty um, consistent program from what we've seen. I just, yeah. from what I've seen to this point, I think they're going to be in there. Uh, number three, and here's where it gets, here's where the challenge comes in. Um, I think Georgia just keeps going. I, I, I want to say, you know, with. That defense and with that tight end room, I think Stetson Bennett's going to be able to do it. And I think they need to run the ball better, actually. But I think, oh, fuck, Tennessee might be able to fucking throw the ball on them. I don't know. I think I, for right now, I'm going to go with Georgia just because I think that's who's going to be there. And I think Michigan's going to be there at four. I think it's, I think what the Whoa. top. Oh, sorry, Clemson. Holy fuck. Whoa. Clemson, Clemson, Whoa. Clemson, Clemson, Clemson. So, so say, so go over yours again. Ohio, or Bama, Bama, Ohio, Ohio State, State, Georgia, Clemson. Yeah. Bama, Ohio State. Georgia, Clemson. Okay. Um, I think the easy picks are Ohio State and Clemson because I think that they have their the road is their road is done. Path. 
outside of Georgia and Penn State for them, but you think they get by it pretty easily? You mean uh, Michigan and Penn State? Yeah. Um, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, yeah. I didn't want to come today. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think it's going to be real tough because I, I think I like Tennessee to beat Bama this week. Um, and then I think Bama beats the dog shit out of everybody for the rest of the year yeah, and is a one-loss team. And then I think oh, I think so that that would that would lead to one SEC team. Maybe no, yeah, not always. So I think, and then I think Georgia beats Tennessee in oh. in the SEC championship game. So that would mean Georgia so, Bama. Wait, Georgia. Wait, say, clear that up. He I'm thinks, sorry. I'm sorry. Tennessee beats Bama. Yes, but Georgia beats Tennessee. Correct. Okay. So Georgia would play Bama, Bama and in the SEC. Bama championship. beats Georgia. Bama okay. beats Georgia. Sorry. Gotcha. I said so then you have three. Yes. You have three one-loss one SEC teams. SEC teams. And I, 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 that's the chaos that I see potentially unfolding. Okay. Um, so Bama would be in. Bama's in. Bama would be in. Right. And so I have Clemson, uh, Ohio State, Bama, and then I have to think, okay, well, if you put Bama in, it's it's really going to depend on how that last game is, that last Georgia Bama game goes. Yeah. In. I kind of think Bama beats them and beats them handily, convincingly. I mean, I think it's a game, you know, but Control. there's no doubt who's the better team. So then you have to ask yourself, are you going to replay that game in the cha- in the playoff when we know who the better team is? Uh, because I think that those are probably also potentially the three and four teams, going, like the three and four seeds going in. And so I, I, I lean. That to, would lead to Tennessee being the four team then. That's what I, that's that's kind of what I'm Not leaning. if Georgia beats them in the regular season. They won't put in Tennessee over with both teams yeah, with one loss from head to head. Bama beats Georgia pretty handily though. But I still think you could look at head to head in that. Man. It, it well, that I, I That's wild. That that's That's wild. That is pretty crazy. That's 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 mine's pretty chalky. So I, mine is literally the four that are in right now. So And I, and I, I like that. I honestly do think that those are the four that are most likely. Georgia and Tennessee play November 5th. Tennessee has Missouri, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. So they have nobody on their schedule after that. So if they lose to Georgia, they're going to beat the shit out of three teams to end the year. Probably look good doing it, but none of those teams are are going to be worth anything. So let's talk about a glaring team that's sitting at number five. that We've kind of talked about them a little bit. CY thinks they're somewhat fake, and they maybe don't deserve a number five ranking, which to this point might be true, might be not. But I, Michigan, I, you know, I, are they – because like last year, they were in a very similar situation where they just kind of kept winning, and then they, you know, they lose, they drop to Michigan State, okay, but then they beat Ohio State and they're in, you know, and then they beat Iowa. Like, yeah. could we potentially be overlooking a Michigan team again that might be doing the same thing? Yeah, I mean, they're kind of just hanging out until they get into the bulk of their schedule. Um, yes, but I, I don't think I don't see it happening. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. They're a team to me that I, again, I think in a weird way, we're halfway through the season, but I still have question marks about a lot of teams. Yeah. They're like number one on my list. Of like, I don't truly know I, how good they are. Yeah, I, I I know they can run the football. I don't know for sure if J.J. McCarthy is that good, but I know their defense is good. Their defense, but it's not as good as it was last year. I agree. Probably. That, that, that's my that's my harp on why I don't. I, have a, I, I don't think they should be number five. I, I hate... We put out preseason rankings. Yeah, and I, I get it. It's AP poll doesn't really matter until they start putting out the playoff rankings. Which, but they use the they still 
like the AP poll means something to the playoff. Sure. Like because they're never so far, you know, off of it. Yeah. So, I, I have a real problem. We have the preseason rankings. Okay, cool. They get their love, and then they come out halfway through the year, and they they don't look like a top five team, mm-hmm. right? Um, you never know, but they don't look like it, and their resume doesn't speak to it. So I I I agree with CY. I do not think that they should be number five. The- uh, they haven't done anything to justify. A number five ranking, especially when you have a team like Tennessee at six, UCLA at eleven, these are teams that have actually done something. The team that you need to talk about that no one is is Oklahoma State. Yep, that's right. Okay, going yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State has no love. They get they're seven, but right no now. one's even talking about them in potential. And they will after this week. Yeah, who is it this week? Uh, they have um, TCU. Don't TCU. They? Oh. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, after this week, they're, they're five. There's some massive games this week. Yeah. We'll be in Vegas. Yes, we will. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's move but on from this. An undefeated Oklahoma State team, they're in. 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 Without 100%. a doubt. Conference in. champion, from what you've undefeated. Seen, from what you've seen, can they compete? Yes. The fact they can compete with, they have a veteran quarterback and a very good coach. Those two things. Do. I just don't. I don't, Spencer Sanders I, he's is a vent- playing. He's a veteran quarterback, but I don't think he is that. He's playing that well. I 100% agree. He is playing better than he ever has. You agree with me? Yeah. yeah. Spencer Sanders just, is not the guy that's going to take you to the promised land. He turns the ball over a little too much. He, he's good. He's not great. You I know, agree. to beat Georgia, to beat Bama, look I at agree. the quarterbacks that have beaten those teams in national championships. The Burrows. Yeah, I don't think know, like Spencer Sanders. He only has two interceptions on the year. This season, fine. He's playing better. But, however, you know, the guy's the same guy. You know, last season we saw what was it. Like, I don't agree with turn that. Turn the ball over all the time. He's better than he has been. And DTR's, they're better. DTR's been better than he has been, too. You know, there's, yes. there's examples of that. However, I just don't feel that he, you know, ultimately can push the ball downfield and beat those guys. I just don't. I don't know. But I, I would love to see it, though. We have some good games. I would love to see it, though. I'd love to see... I would love to see the pack in there, whether it's USC. I mean, it won't be USC because they're going to lose Notre Dame, but like a UCLA <laughs> or something like that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, give me all of that shit. Yeah, no, I'd love Don't it. sleep on Oregon. They still have an outside chance. I'm sleeping. They're not putting Oregon in the playoff. <laughs> you really think they have no chance? I do. <laughs> I, if Oregon oh, they win, they absolutely or- have a chance. Two lost Texas, one lost Oregon. Two lost Texas. No, one lost Oregon's getting in. Two lost Texas. If the committee is saying we're trying to put the best team on the, and they have not lost with Quinn Ewers. Two lost Texas. They're they're putting Texas. I don't, I think. Why? Oregon got the absolute dog shit beat out of them. They're a different team now. They're not a different team. They're not. They're the same team. How the fuck can you say that with a brand new coach playing in his very first game in Atlanta against the defending national champions? Look how good they've been. It Look would, if it were, if it were even, really well. if it were even remotely competitive, then so I would I say that that was that they, was. You're JV. crazy if you don't think they have a chance to get in. I don't think they have a chance. If to they get went in. out, it's the same fucking team. Yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> think it's the same fucking. So team. if Georgia is not the one seed, right, going in, which you don't think that they are, if Georgia has to be the one seed for them to even maybe they, have a chance. They just have to be in the SEC championship game, I think. If George, wait, do you have Georgia making the playoff? No. So you're going to oh, say they're going to put Oregon but in? But I don't have Oregon making it either. What the fuck are we talking about? I'm that? saying that there's still a chance. So they're not dead in the water. They're fucked. If Oregon wins out, they're <laughs> going to get so in. so fucking dead. Oh, my God. If, they win, you don't, you're, if Oregon wins out, they're in. You're saying for sure. I mean, I they think, won't, yeah, but I think, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> this does not know, fucking matter for one minute. It's just so irrelevant. But I'm sorry, that week one loss, like, if they were somewhat competitive, sure. 
dude. It was like we stopped watching that game ten minutes I, in. I understand, but Stetson Bennett, one of the worst quarterbacks in college football they for have CY, a, they have a chance. Fucking they destroyed them. Was fucking. They are not dead. I mean, until the they lose another game. Coming of Montana. Until yeah. they lose another game. They're fucking. Oh, it won't matter. They will. I mean, so. you're talking about Notre Dame having quality wins. Notre Dame has a better shot than Oregon. You know, <laughs> Oregon <laughs> beat the, the loss to Marshall. Fuck out of BYU. Throttled they them. They did. Absolutely manhandled yeah, they that team. They beat them well. They beat them down. And they've won like really well since. BYU is a different team since then too. Though. Yeah, BYU is different. <laughs> They're way better. There's so much fucking. You're better. gonna tell me that BYU team. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's get to the NFL. I can't with you fucking guys anymore. Um, Kevin's coach Matt Rule fired. Um, Carolina Panthers. My coach. That feels personal. Yeah. Panthers fan. Yeah. Dude, good for Matt fucking Rule. Owed forty million. Bro, eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month for oh, the next four to years. Ne- to never do anything. That's what he gets from Carolina. What did he have? Like six, yeah. six total wins or something just like that. Stay away from. Just stay away from this fucking company, dude. Stay away from this shit. team. And we're gonna pay you eighty million dollars. All right, eight hundred and fifty grand a month. Yeah, cashing what's, out. What's uh? What's uh? uh That's Nick, gotta be one of the biggest buys of all time. What's, what's In the NFL? Yeah. That's nuts. What's Saban's annual right here? Right now. Nine? I'm sure it's like, yeah, 10, 11 ish. Because Kirby's just got to 10, I think, or 9. Yeah, I think I think Saban's right at like 9, 6, they're maybe right more. I might be wrong. I haven't checked in a while. Quick math, real quick. So, I'm real curious. Matt Rule, what's next for him? I mean, obviously, he might be sitting on a yacht and just, not think about coaching ever again. Real quick. Uh, he's getting paid 10.2 this year, Rule is, to not coach the Panthers. That's so awesome. Saban is getting Incredible. paid. 10 is he has to do stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> and has to do stuff. he has to recruit he has to coach he has to be stressed out he's got to yell and shit all the time <laughs> yell at reporters yeah um say say matt rule wants to get back in the game obviously to be college we were assuming yeah you know he changed the temple program around coordinator yeah, changed the yeah. baylor program around he can get a head coaching job he can't oh yeah in college where would be the best fit for him matt rule would be the offensive coordinator at alabama oh god <laughs> Stop. What's that meme he's I sent go you? To coach he's got to go to Coach He's going to join uh he's going to join uh Scott Frost and yeah. uh and uh, what's uh his Herm name? Edwards? No, Wisconsin. Uh Paul Chris. Paul, Paul Chris. Chris. Yeah. yeah. He's going to join them as their yachts staff, are gonna go, dude. No, their yachts are going to go meet up in the middle of the ocean. Exactly. They're going to be in out. the Gulf in the Gulf right there. On Saturdays, every Alabama. Saturday. Every Saturday at noon they're just going to go hang out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're just it's coach rehab there. Saban's just like, all right, you're going to be successful. You're going to look good. I'm going to give you the best elite college athletes right here. But you're going to get credit for it, and then you're going to go somewhere and be pretty average. I think the difference is, though, with these other coaches, they need the rehab. I think Matt Rule will get a shot because he did so well in college. Where I get it with Bill O'Brien, but Bill O'Brien was away from the game for so long. And I don't feel like Bill O'Brien was as successful as Matt Rule was in his ability to bring a team from the fire and make them relevant. Yeah, his Baylor team at um, when Matt Rule there was very good. And Temple was very good, too. Yeah, no, they were. So I think it's someone's going to go after Matt Rule hard. Uh, Nebraska? It's a good I could, fit. I could see that happening. Even Wisconsin. I don't feel like that one's as good a fit. Do you, you think he could work it? I mean, he's a defensive-minded guy. Wisconsin, traditional 
good defensive team, runs the ball well. Yeah. I just don't see him as a tough Midwest, like, in the cold guy. I, I don't understand is. how you say that, and then you don't feel that way about Nebraska. Like, Nebraska's a Midwest school. I don't yeah, feel like Nebraska's you, a Midwest You did this school. before. I know. It's Midwest. I, I don't know. understand. It's I don't. Like, there's maybe nothing more Midwest. Like, that is the most <laughs> Middle West. I don't like, feel, he's like, I don't know. No, Cody be like, that's the South. Like, he'll, it feels he'll literally like a, say that. It feels like, it feels it's like, like the dead 12. center of the United States. It feels like Big 12 country to me in Nebraska. Whereas I know they're Big Ten, I understand Midwest. That. I I understand it, but for me, it doesn't feel that way. Go to Lincoln, Nebraska, and tell them that you feel like I what? they're from the South. They probably I mean, appreciate it. And honestly, we debated this last week. What what was the better job between Wisconsin and Nebraska? Ultimately, there is no answer. There is. I mean, that they're, they're the same program in a weird way, as far as like tradition program and everything. It's it's just too bad that A and M has a coach. Maybe one that they shouldn't. But <laughs> but Matt Rule at A and M, I like that. Ugh. I think that's too much of a risk for a and I don't think they need to go yeah, that It's route. working out great with Jimbo. Uh, they're not buying him out. That's too much. No, the thing about not. Jimbo, you know, I mean. <laughs> Going back to Jimbo. <laughs> we, were, we were watching the game. You know, obviously we talked about they only lose by four points to Bama, and we were, like, watching the game, and it's like, if he wins this game, is he going to buy himself another two years? Dude. Like, we're just going to do this where he's just we're going to yeah. forget about the losses and be like, oh, fuck, he beat Bama again. Great. Right. But it's like the product on the field is bad. Like, he should be hotter than he really is. Dude, he, he like should, his seat his should, should be. be his seat should be so hot. Yes. Okay, we're sticking to the NFL. Who's the next, next coach on the hot seat that he has a chance to be fired? NFL? NFL. Mm. It's tough because there's a lot of teams that are, like, not that bad. Yeah, no one's that bad this year. Dan Campbell. Fuck. No, Dan, Dan Campbell. My dog. I love Dan Campbell. Dan. They're not they're not that bad this year. They're, they're one pretty, and four, I mean, though. They got, he's they, got a fires coordinator. Dude, they got absolutely the coordinated. Coordinated. destroyed by D coordinator's you know, gotta go. Yeah. They've been they've they've been competitive though. Except they've last lost, week against the Patriots. You know it's it's Except Frank Wright. Throw that out, but Ooh, Frank yeah. Wright, they've already come out. Ownership said he's on the hot seat. <laughs> like I think well, he's, especially considering last year, you know, that winner go home game. They lose to the Jags. Like, yeah, they've not been good. I think. I think he's the next guy out. I yeah. like him too. It's early. I feel like the Texans still... have Lovey Smith. <clears throat> yeah, and they've they've been competitive in they've every single game. They've been very competitive. So yeah, they've actually, with no expectations. They've, I was gonna say they no one had any expectations. Right, and they've been tough. What about what about Cliff? That's that's my guy. That uh, that was my pick. Uh, my prediction. That's who I think it. But. Is. I don't know. If I actually like Cliff. No one really does, but I like Cliff. But, and the weird part about Cliff, and we talked about it, it's like, yeah, like we think he's on the hot seat, but like he did make the playoffs last year. You know, it's not like he's been unsuccessful. It's just like they're not, you know, for the money that they've shelled out for JJ Watt, AJ Green, you know, Kyler Murray, they paid him a massive contract, and that's Cliff's guy. And for them not to show the results on like even winning a division, actually, did they technically win the division last year? No. Rams did. You sure? Yep. Yeah, they they did not because they're either way the like they're it was them one and two but either way like for them not to like be in that position it is concerning I do agree I just don't think it's Cliff though like I, he's no been only successful other, enough unless they go really far downhill then maybe but like they're still in these ball the, games the only other one it's I hard. have is Staley Chargers yeah I think that uh, at especially a, given you want to talk about like, a team that's shelled out yes for ownership to get on paper oh, that's true that team's fucking good oh on, yeah true I mean. I think the other one I have would possibly be Ron Rivera. I mean, the Commanders no. are really bad. No, he's yeah, they're bad. But he took seven and what seven and ten, seven and nine basically. Like for for them, what what was their expectation? Because they're one and four this year. Uh, I mean, he 
I thought it was a little alarming. Hey, he threw his. I mean, Carson Wentz has been terrible, but he threw him under the bus. Oh, I agree with that. that, but I don't know that he's on the hot. Side. I don't know if he what is was, or not, but they're what, pretty bad. What did you expect them to be? Two and three? Yeah. Like so, uh, they lost one more game. I just think should've? for them, I do think that he has potential to be on the hot seat because I do think that defense is pretty good. Like the players on that team defensively are, and their skill players are good. Yeah, and they have good receivers. So it's like, obviously, Carson Wentz is an issue. Their running game is an issue. Their offensive line is an issue. But it's like, they should be a little bit better. So I, I could see that being an issue. But let's be honest. I don't think that ownership wants to go under any more scrutiny right now and even right. play he's that game safe, right now. He's a yeah, he safe is. Guy. He's safe. Um, looking back at last week, we've had a lot of really, <clears throat> you know, little questionable play calling and decision makings. And it goes back to everyone says analytics, analytics are telling these coaches when to go, when to not go. And I'm so happy we're talking about this. I am so fucking sick of commentators and every single thing. Well, the analytics say this. Right. Well, there's an analytical team up there. There's this. The analytics say this. Like, what? Shut what? the fuck up. What the fuck I'm does so it mean? I'm so goddamn sick of it. When it says that when they go for it, it gives them a 68% chance to win. There's, like, they... It, it's like a bunch it's it's a an algorithm of sorts right so like basically it's saying if you played this game a hundred times and you made the decision to go for it this time or, or go for it in this situation rather you're going to win 68 percent of the, it's going to give you a 68 percent better chance to win the game in these hundred simulations right but and i, I want to know so stupid but see my in my head i'm thinking i want to know the statistics of me getting this two-point conversion right now. Well, I'll tell you like, what. That's the analytics I, I don't give, care about. I don't give a fuck about any analytics because Agreed. if we're going to, if if you're going to coach based off of the analytics, why do you need a coach? Right. Have a fucking computer tell you what to do on every play. Right. you like, got to have some feel for the game. What's yeah. the point of having Analytically, a coach? I should run the ball right yeah. now. And what we talked hell? about Staley and we've been hard on him, but oh, that was in no purpose of that way that game was going with what's on the other side, with what you're facing, and your defense played pretty well. You cannot... What, go for it in that situation. Was that one? Uh, <clears throat> I didn't see on that one. I know the play. I, I know what happened. But are they saying that the analytics said to go for yes. it? Yes. That's what, every single time a coach has gone for it, they're like, well, the analytics, An- analytics. told them to. That's just an excuse the analytics they told made. Them to. Yeah, and it's an excuse they make. What happened to making the right fucking call? Yeah. What happened to saying, you know, have some feel. Yeah, I know get what the team. analytics says, but guess what? If I don't get this, I'm fucked. Yeah. Where does that come into play? Because that's exactly what almost happened in that Charger game. And for them. that's what's going that's on what with Harbaugh. And I think that's fucking up with Harbaugh's head. Yeah. Because he's, he, bat- he's, having, he's having the internal battle well, that, right yes. now. That's, that's assuming that you're not taking into account, like, the flow of the game. Right. right. Like, that, yeah, that's my kind of 68% of the time, it works. Right. But we're in that other. 32% of the time where the game is not going in that direction. Right, We're not the running that, the ball well today. Right, exactly. We're right. not, you know, doing this, whatever. Analytics aren't telling you that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like, oh, you don't they've know got how Micah I, Parsons coming off the edge. It's going to fuck me up yeah. here. My fucking team is not doing what they normally do in this situation. So I know I need to punt it and make this team drive 85 yards. Yeah. I. We saw it with the Raiders, Chiefs, the two-point conversion, which maybe it's okay. I, I don't mind that. that one. You see it with the Chargers going for it on fourth down. Terrible. You see it with don't the Ravens you. going for it multiple fourth downs. You see it with the Bengals going for it on fourth down. It's just, I don't I don't get it. I, I really don't. And again, what pisses me off the most about it is how often they say. It's every time. Yeah, analytics tell you and this. And they keep being wrong. I'm like, like, man. <laughs> and it doesn't fucking wait, wait work. And they like, Where'd at what point from? are the analytics going to say like, all right, we need to fucking do some new fucking analytics <laughs> yeah. or statistics we on this fucking thing. We need to reboot the system. Yeah, these, these are bad. I was waiting for uh, in the in the Ravens uh, Bengals game when the Ravens kicked the field goal from like the four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, who's going to blink first? Who's going to be like, who's going to just like, 
put their take their balls off the table and be like, all right, I'm bitching out. I'm going to kick them. Yeah. Like, like, Analytics, yeah. yeah. Analytics. It was Harbaugh. But um, against them. Yeah. Staying on controversy, we didn't have this on the template, but I want to talk about the rough in the passers. And I know people are bringing it home too Hottest much. Hottest topic right now. And I don't like talking about it because I've been getting beat down with the over the head with a stick over this bullshit. But what's your thoughts on the rough in the passer? I mean, the, the plays... And the calls that happened were absolute under yes, utter bullshit. A hundred percent. Now, so like bad. the Brady one so started off, kicked off everything, right? Well, I think the it's Falcons. actually the, the no, Tua. It's Tua. Of course. Yeah. Right. But I'm just saying like with the actual calls that have oh, been yeah. made, because again, initially we see that Brady play and we're like, what the fuck was Grady Jarrett supposed to do? Supposed to, yeah. There's such situation. an easy, easy solution for this though. Review them. Yeah. yeah. I don't think so though. I don't think they can. I don't like, and to be honest, I'm an anti-review person on a lot of things. Like I even in baseball, too, I hate the review. Like I just want to be like, let's just play the football game, make the right fucking call. So, so I mean, uh, there's actually a pretty relevant example of a reviewable penalty like this in sports today that I don't think has worked out terribly, and that's targeting in college football. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I think they get it right and they review yeah. it. And yeah, it sucks. It, it, targeting in general is not great. However, when they do review it, they the get right, it right. How often do they call targeting and they're like? Nope, good hit, you know, whatever. And the player stays in the game. Pretty consistently. They pick up the flag. Yeah. There's no penalty. Pretty consistently, right? yeah. Like, that's what I envisioned for roughing the passer. It sucks. I don't like it, but it's the day and age that we live in. We're not going to go back to, to like, free rushing QBs and throwing them down. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Anybody that thinks that they're going to start letting quarterbacks get leveled again, especially it's gonna get after worse. Tua, it's gonna get worse that it gets is better. not going to happen. So The review might be the only option, but I'm it very is. scared I think it's going to be – the pass interference review that we had that they got rid of after one year where it just didn't work, where they will not overturn anything. If they call roughing the passer, they will refuse to overturn How it. How is that worse than what's going on now, though? Yeah. I'm not, I think that penalty... I just don't think it's any bit of a solution. That penalty, it seemed that there weren't anything that was egregious enough because especially like that's like reviewing holding yeah exactly yeah. Like, like you can you can there's guard, like, there's legitimate physicality to defensive backs and yes. receivers that is fair and clean mm-hmm. right and they're justifiably they can make it say it's fair or not fair dependent on the play now roughing the passer i think it's a pretty cut and dry you know situation to be objective yeah like, i think it's pretty cut and dry in a lot of ways so um, it's, but it, again, when it initially happened, my first thought in my head was again, without thinking of the two, without even the rest of it happening, because then we saw it on Carr later, and then we saw it on Josh Allen, and then like my initial thought was immediately, if that happened to Marcus Mariota, that call does not happen. Right. You know, I would say on that, the but other not side with, of the football, not with Derek Carr. Right, which yeah. is which is why right? it kind of changed my opinion, and then like, I was like, okay, well, the, the, they're just being very gun shy since the two situation. If you, re- <clears throat> if you review the Derek Carr, it doesn't even qualify because. He's, he didn't even like. He's not even a quarterback anymore. He didn't even like wrap him up. He was going for the but, ball. But the thing about the it, which, before Carr hits the ground, he no longer has possession of the ball. Yeah. But it's not like, like they even missed the call with the two one. The two one wasn't egregious either. Like I don't know why they're. I mean, they're trying to protect him. I get that. Bengals but it's like they're dirty calls. Players. Stop. But they're not missing calls. They're. They, that's what I mean. It's like can now. Su- can you suspend them already? Well, the problem. I know. Just the entire team. Well, the problem is again. Like they're so gun shy now. We talked about the trainers being incredibly gun shy earlier, right? We talked about yeah. it last episode where it's like now if someone has a scent of a concussion protocol, like they're going to keep them out. Now it's like if you have a scent of touching the quarterback in an incorrect way, it's a flag now. The I same d- thing's happening with refs. Yeah, and I hard do, day to be a ref. I do think it's very hard to be a ref. To be fair, because yeah. they're watching this in real time. I don't want to like harp on. That's why I think you give them the chance. Three hundred pound guys tackling. Fuck them. Give them, give them fuck a chance the to review their work. Like <laughs> I fucking hate the refs. But to, to, to a hit, like, look, 
I'm not saying it was like a egregious roughing the passer. Yeah. But to compare Tua and Brady's hit, or to compare yeah, Tua, completely different. Like no, dude, that yeah. Tua got fucking. Tua got slammed. Slammed. Yeah, he got swung and slammed. He got swung. Yeah. He got. He got slammed. And I'm not. And I'm not saying it was dirty. No, because it, it was. It was a. It was a it was football just play. The way the momentum was, took dude, him, it was, he had to pull him it down. It was bad. The Brady one wasn't even nearly as. No, hard. it wasn't. You no. can't have that type of physiological reaction and tell me that he didn't get fucking slammed. No, he did. He like he definitely. You know, but I don't. It wasn't like, it wasn't like they missed the call. Is what I'm saying. Like the ref didn't no. miss a roughing the passer call on the Tua play. No. But since then, they've been calling more roughing the passers. Of course. So I don't know. Um, moving so, on. So you're anti-review though. I just don't know if it's going to do anything. I think it's going to be like the the pass interference where they. Just, I think they can get it right with the review. Honestly. I do too. If they I do it like the targeting, like, I, I don't. It, I don't mind that. That sounds like a good idea. And targeting has like very clear, right? Like, but the difference you think there's an for. ego. From a referee standpoint, that they won't change but yes. because the NFL has because when a college football does a review, it's done in a booth by someone else saying that the call is overturned. Do right, the same thing. They don't have that, but the NFL is done by the referee on the field, though. Sure. So he thinks there could be an ego aspect so to put, it. Where if, referee if it's won't that big of an it. issue, have a, a third party referee. Do you guys remember the fucking uh, replacement refs? The worst. <laughs> oh my god! It wasn't even that it was the worst. It was just the the. The deal that everyone would make out of it. There was a missed call. Fucking replacement ref. Fail like, Mary. People were going crazy <laughs> hey, Rob, baby. on Fail those Mary. fucking replacement refs. All like, right. It was a god golden tape. Yeah. Notre yeah. Dame. We're going to go through a segment. Um, a lot of QB questions with a bunch of teams this year. So we're going to go. We're going to throw out some teams. You're going to say either draft a new quarterback, sign a free agent, or keep the quarterback situation they have in the offseason. Yeah. So we're projecting for you know the upcoming this is what we think that these teams should yeah. do given what we've seen on the field so far right we got to make the decision based off of also where we think they're going to fall in the draft yes yes exactly also true also true <clears throat> um first one we already talked about a little bit carolina panthers this is a tough one for me okay. it's easy for me this is a tough one for me um i think you need to sign a free agent with this one specifically i think that the panthers have a good enough roster to where i don't think Here's the challenge. I don't think they're going to be a top three pick in the draft where I think they're going to get one of those guys. I think they can still win some football games Whoa. here. So I think that they sign a free agent and they can add a piece in the draft and be a better football team. What, but who's a free agent even we're talking about? You know, a Cooper Rush. Oh, God. <laughs> guy's a winner. Guy's a winner. I mean, there's, there's always quarterbacks. And Drew Locke will end up being available. You know, there's guys Is like Drew that. Is Locke better through. than like Sam Darnold? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because if it, apparently it's just the Broncos that suck. Maybe not Drew Locke at this point. I don't know. What do you think? Geno Smith is going to uh, be available. But like, as if, when I think of a drafting quarterback, that to me says rebuild. I don't think Panthers are rebuild. Draft a quarterback, Carolina Panthers. You think Panthers. it's rebuild. If you're in the top four and you have a chance to get C.J. Stroud or Bryce See, I don't Young, think they're going to be in the top four. I don't four. know if they'll be a top four. Yeah, yes, they are going to be top. Think, they just fired think, their coach in the week five. I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> God damn it, Kevin. I still think they're okay. God damn it. They're terrible. Draft a quarterback. <laughs> their defense is still fucking good. It's not. Draft a quarterback. Fuck. All right. All right. Garrett? Garrett. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I go with draft a quarterback. Um. Because I think that the QB class is actually fairly deep this yeah, year. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> so while I don't think they'll be a top three, I, I don't think they're going to be far off of that. But I don't Hooker? think they'll be a top three. I do think that there'll be an option there that is more intriguing. What they have. they Tanner don't McKee, believe in mid round kind of guy. They don't believe oh in God. Sam Darnold, which I, I still think Sam Darnold is 
got no no yeah i think he's got i mean he's a jet fan Came from USC. Fan. You should be proud of this. Yeah, this you should terrible. be all over this guy. And also, when we say like draft the quarterback, we're talking like first round draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna first go pick. draft because when I say like they can get a free agent guy, but also like draft a third round guy. Those too. guys don't work out. Draft Russell Wilson was a third okay, round the quarterback. one guy. All right, That's moving on. There's other Jimmy examples. G, Chicago Bears, Garrett. Oh, 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 oh. um, they, uh, they have to stay because because of. They just got, you know, Justin Fields. Basically two first rounds for him. Yeah. Um, if it's if it's me personally running that franchise, I'm drafting a quarterback. Wow. I don't think Justin Fields is the guy. I've never thought Justin Fields was the guy. Wow. And just watching him this year doesn't offer me any belief in him. Uh, he has to stay. I mean, they have no they offensive have line. They have no yeah. receivers. Give him something to work with in the offseason, build around him, then make the decision. Sam Darnold. This is <laughs> Sam Darnold. <laughs> This Give is, him something to work with. Give him an offensive line. You can't make that argument for Fields if you don't yeah. make it for Darnold. No, this is the one where, you know, has he looked bad? Yeah, but also, how can you evaluate him with the team that you've given him? The I mean, problem is he's the been, team is so bad. He's been so inaccurate, even when he does the 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 times that he does have time. Like, what was his go to and like what was he known for at Ohio State? He threw a beautiful deep Throwing ball, bombs to Olave and Gary right, Wilson. Right, and he doesn't even throw the deep ball well. Yeah. I just don't think he has time to do it. I just I think they're so bad. It's it's bad from top to bottom. For me, again, if you get a top two round draft pick, maybe you get Will Anderson or you trade a billion picks and rebuild that team, you know, by getting pieces everywhere. Yeah, you gotta stay. I mean, that's the answer, but I, I just don't I don't believe in him. New York football giants. Um You go here. For me. Danny Danny Dimes. Remember for they're me, remember they're four and they're one also right four now. And one. For me. Yeah, for you. I am mortgaging the franchise to trade up and get a first-round quarterback. And if you think Danny's good enough for your team next year, you can have him sit for a year. But if you think this roster is good enough right now to win what? besides Hold quarterback. On. Who's going to sit? Oh, the, the quarterback you draft. The quarterback you draft. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. you sit. Sorry. All right. But you draft a quarterback to sit a year. Yeah. One of the top guys. You that trade up and that, get. That doesn't happen anymore. I mean, you saw with Kenny Pickett. Essentially, he was supposed he, to sit. He, but he didn't. But he, but he, <laughs> but he did Well, they were so bad offensively, but the plan was for him to... That doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't. That's a perfect I mean, example of it not happening. Oh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance just did it. It that, is very, that, it is that is, rare, a, that is a good example. Like I, Zach Wilson I, I, got traded away, or Sam Darnold got traded away for Zach Wilson. Every every yeah, like quarterback. I mean, Gardner 49ers Minshew were a very away. unique situation. Yeah. Very unique. Because he's more of a project. And the 49ers were a good team. When they got Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. Like, that's rare. But that's what we're saying the Giants. That's what I'm saying. If we're saying the oh, Giants okay. are a good team, if the, we're saying that they are going to be I don't a decent team. The, I don't Niner, the Niners that. were a playoff team. They were a Super Bowl team. Or <laughs> yeah. A, a NFC Championship NFC game. Championship team. And you think that, is no, that the Giants? Not, no, no. Okay, it's not, they're, but they're, they're not. still good. Oh, now they're good. No, okay. if, if we're saying that they're good, they're good roster. But I, regardless, you need to draft either they're shitty the rest of the year or they're good the rest of the year. You draft a first-round quarterback. Okay. And you trade up whatever you have to get to to get to the top no. two, three guys. And yeah. you think, and you think with them, then they're a good football team. Maybe. What do yeah. What do the Giants have? Because you made a the defense and I a mean, running game. Pretty good defense. Yeah, yeah. Their defense is good. Um, Saquon's good. Yeah, their offensive yeah. line is bad. bad. Yeah, bad. it's bad. So how can you say even Evan Neal has not looked good? How can you? How no, can he's you been dog tackle shit. from the Bama that they drafted like six right. overall? He's looked bad. How can you say that Justin Fields doesn't have time? Needs, you know, an O-line. 
Their, not, their line is worse than the Giants, and their skill players are worse than the Giants. No. Whoa, and their whoa, whoa. defense Bears, is, Yes, Bears' skill players are worse than yes. us. Yes. Yeah. And their defense is not as good as the Giants. Oh, I know, but we're talking about the evaluation <laughs> of a quarterback, not not the entire team. Because we've seen Justin Fields for a year and a half. We've seen Daniel Danny Dimes for five years. We have not seen Danny Dimes for five years. Four years? I think it's four. Four years? This is his fourth year. Same, so we've seen him for three. Same draft as Kyler. Fourth, yeah, they didn't pick up the fifth year option, so this is his fourth year. We know what we have with him. We know, and you have to do know what you, you have. Because yes. he's, he's you never, don't, he's you never get, had an O-line. And he had a good rookie year. I'll ask you this one question, and I'll answer the question for you. Okay. Can you win a Super Bowl with Danny Dimes? Can you win a Super Bowl with Justin Fields? We don't know that yet. Oof. We do not I don't know, know that yet. either of them, though. That's my we do. Yeah. Daniel Jones will not be <laughs> a starting quarterback that wins a fucking Super Bowl. And I will bet anyone whatever they want on that. That's God, the easiest. I am, I am now the biggest Giants fan. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the easiest. I'm. Here's my answer. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay with Daniel D- Jones. Honestly, he I wins mean, four fucking games. And honestly, the and I could see this as an organization too, where they might wholesale, kind of like what the Niners did, and do it. But for me, again, I think that's what they should do. I think I don't think it would be a bad piece. I th- I think that they could definitely need to build that offensive line. But again, in a weird way, like. I see glimpses of him being okay at times where I'm just like, okay, this guy can play football a little bit. So like, especially with the right coach, because you think about his coaches, he's had like three different fucking, he's had like what, two different head coaches in three years. Like when, when he has did, not been in great situations When did Daniel Jones either. have the best team around him? Rookie year. Probably his rookie year. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. Hands down. Right after rookie Manning year, left. Yeah. Rookie year, throws for 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, 12 picks. Okay. That's okay. a, that's an average quarterback as a rookie in the yeah. NFL. He has nobody around him. Yeah. I agree with Kev. You stay and you give the guy an offensive line, give him a chance because you don't know what you and have. It's sad when they they've, they've, they've already to told give, us they haven't, they don't believe it. They tried giving him Kenny Galladay and then Kenny Galladay's been fucking. <laughs> oh my terrible. god, he's so bad. Didn't fucking play. He died. Doesn't even play. All right, who's next? That's Daniel Jones' fault too, though. What What was your answer on that? No, I agree you with stay? Kev. You stay. stay in. Um, Jets. I'll let you go. It is easy. Stay. You I mean, s- you stay. I think you stay. You have to stay. Well, hold on. I, I'm curious though, because there's some. There's some. First off, there's a reason why he's on here, right? There's a reason why we have Jets on here. Yeah. So there's so, got to be some questions. What's the argument that you don't stay? And is it sign a free uh, agent or, or draft? I think it's sign a free agent and and who push Zach Wilson to do something. You know, I think I'm not saying he's comfortable in the system right now, but I do think that there's times where there's opportunities there. You know, I th- I'm I've been the biggest truther on the Jets roster to be like a mm-hmm. very very good team within the next two to three years that they could be like contending for areas. And my question is Zach Wilson. You know, if I get a good enough free agent that I think on the market like a Jimmy G, like you know those guys that might be available next season that could make this team a lot better. So maybe it's to push Zach Wilson. Maybe it is to actually go and win. To be determined. But but you're saying as of right now, sign yeah. sign a free agent. You only you, you think so you're. You're saying, yeah, next season, sign a free agent. Wow. wow. I think you only move on from Zach Wilson. It's not to move on. It's to compete. No. And to maybe you take don't, You don't bring in a guy to compete. I think it's one of it's the other. You're making one a decision. Of the other. Yes. Yeah. And I think the only way you move on from <clears throat> Zach Wilson is if you go sign Lamar. Oh. If you think this team's good enough to win now <laughs> with a better situation and you can go get a guy like Lamar then I think the Jets do it. If Jets not, would be so stay. fucking good with Lamar. I mean, do we think that's an option? I don't think <laughs> it is. Why I mean, isn't it? Baltimore's going to make get it done, but... Are they? I, I'm pretty sure, but that would, Jets would be so fucking is good that with like, Lamar. Is that super unrealistic? 
I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we haven't we really think, seen... We didn't think the Browns were going to get Deshaun Watson. We knew he was going to get traded, though, somewhere. That was a little different. We knew, yeah. Yeah, we knew I he was going somewhere. Like, like, I don't... I'm not confident Lamar's for sure going. If the Jets threw a bag at Lamar and said, here's all your guaranteed money. Well, it's a sure, but, like, I don't think the Baltimore Ravens are going to let it get to that point. They already have. No, they could franchise tag him next year. Like, they'll be okay. <sighs> yeah. All right. I just... I think Zach Wilson... Because um, I watched the games, and I know you guys watched parts of them and yeah. stuff. His... He hasn't even played a full season yet because he yep. was injured. You have to stay with that. I think. And if you look at his last six games, marked improvement. Like he's showing progression. Yeah. Is this only year two? This is year, only year two. This is year two. Oh, man, like, yeah, he I'm missed, kind of jumping the gun a little and, bit. And he missed the first, you know, four games of the year. Back half of last three season. Year, three games of the year. And he missed uh, mid, like middle of the year last year. He came back for the last like four games. Mm-hmm. So he's missed six games, seven games already. So, I mean, I think you, and he's shown progression. I just really believe in this roster. If, like, I've been dying on this roster that I need, I need I, him to be better what I will for say, this team. Yeah, for me. The, I think the, my takes are too bold for this team. The wideouts, <laughs> our wideouts should be top five in the league. Yeah, they can they be. They should be. They can they, be. Yeah. Yeah. Our trio. He's I like, mean, can oh, you, can well, you look they, at, they're not better than the Bengals. So, see what I think are <laughs> trash. They're not better than the no, Bengals. No, I'm just so. trying to, I'm trying to think of the top five receiving cores in football. I mean, you're saying going two deep or three deep? Three deep, three deep. Bengals. Bucks. When they're healthy. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, it's close, though. I mean, they got Julio, Godwin, Mike Evans. That's that's Scotty better. Miller. Right? I mean, you still have to put the Dolphins but in there. But you're just because their, their top two is so elite. You still have to put the Dolphins in there, I'd say. Yeah, the Dolphins have to be in there. That's fine. Niners. Uh, Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle. Bills. I'm talking wide wide receiver only. Oh, specifically wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Bills. So I wouldn't put the Niners in there personally. Chargers. Bills. Sure. Bills. Yeah. Chargers. Yeah. Keenan Allen, Mike Dub. Those guys are as good as three anyone. deep. I understand that they're two, but oh, like I mean Guyton, but he got hurt. But I mean to his point, he's saying like the third number three on the Jets is better than any of those number threes. Yeah, okay, that's. And fair. I think that's pretty. But they're one and two. I don't think are as good as those other guys one and two. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I, 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 regardless, they're good. I, I'm not so good. They, they're they're comparable with the Bengals in the sense that yeah, like they got they've three got, deep. They, got they have three, guys. three guys that can receivers all, can all go for a thousand yards and probably start on season. every team probably. Yeah, there's no but. I mean, nothing. like their worst guy would be the number three on any other team. Number if, three. Yeah, pretty fair. Okay. Maybe not your team, but most other teams, right. I would say. All right. Saints. It's a tough one. No, it's not. It's time to move on. Yeah. It's but time to draft. Draft? It's time to draft. I think so, too. I think the Saints, like, again, they do have good defenses and pieces. It's time to move on from the Breeze, like, Michael Thomas. Like, let's move on. Yeah. Like, it's time. Like, you've got a leader in Tyron Matthew. Like, maybe he can steer the ship correctly at some point, And, like, you keep hold on to him. But... It's time to get a new quarterback and change that culture there. I just, it's just not going to work this out. Easy. You yeah. stay. Oh. Ian Book starts next year. Oh, he's not even on the fucking Saints anymore. Is, is he on the, wait, practice he on the squad. Ravens? He got released. Where I thought, he he went, I thought he they got, resigned no, with the practice squad. Oh, maybe. I don't know. No, I think he's like in Baltimore now or something. Okay. Stay. Sign Ian Book. Oh, God. <laughs> Bring, him <Stop. laughs> Bring him back. Bring him back. Yeah, no, 100%. You're it's drafting. time. You're yeah. done. Yeah. You're done. You're drafting. Is Jameis that bad? He's just hurt. He's hurt. He's been out for the last three weeks. And I just think like 
the the Saints need a refresh. Like I think Jameis can be yeah. successful on one of the I teams we talked about earlier to like maybe sign a quarterback, but other like Panthers and Jameis, that's probably a playoff. Oh, Stop! Shut the oh, fuck no. up. James is James is riding through the NFC South and just <laughs> doing nothing. Jameis is gonna go to like the Texans. <laughs> yeah, that's Davis go. Mills. All right, let's go. What else? Seahawks. I'll start. Oh, They're this. in my division. If if I was the Seahawks, and I don't like the Seahawks, but this is what I would do. I would stay with Geno Smith, get a decent draft pick, and trade, you know, one of those teams that wants one of my higher draft picks. You know, I think they'll probably be in that top five conversation when it's all said and done, probably. Depending, maybe top eight if Geno keeps balling out. But I think he's gonna buy you some time until you're gonna figure it out. You know, I think there's a lot of pieces that need to be fixed in that organization. Get a get a grip of draft picks for that pick and be better. And he hasn't played that bad. Let's be honest. Dude, why would you like move on from Gino right now with yeah. where they're at? Because they're so far away. Yeah. Like as an organization That's from what competing. I think. Yeah. Like you, okay, go draft your go draft your quarterback, and the rest of your team's still dog shit. And then you're Daniel Jones and Giants. Mm-hmm. And so like, because Daniel Jones is that good. Um, and this could be a situation where they draft again a third round quarterback or like yeah. a fourth uh, round. Not in the first, though. Yeah, not. I think if you have an opportunity to get your guy and they're as bad as we think they are, like, you can't, if you're Seattle, you can't pass up Bryce Young. Mm. Like, I think you can't do it. Like, if he's not ready or if Geno's good enough to hold the hold it down and maybe the roster's not good enough to throw Bryce in there, yeah, let Geno stay on the roster. Do you think they're, that they're be a set, top three I was going to say, that though. could be said for just about anybody, though. So you have to operate under uh, the belief that you think then that the Seahawks are going to have a shot at Bryce. Like, you can yeah. say that for 25 teams in the league. Oh, I if you have a chance you, at Bryce Young. I don't think so. I don't. I, I think You think they're a top three pick? I I think the Seahawks are bad enough, and I think that Geno Smith's not the long-term answer. If you think that they're a top three pick, sure. I don't. If they're think a top three pick, I would. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think that I they're, just don't know if they are. If they're fringe, like, 10 yeah i think they're maybe, like eight yeah that's like, where i, I see think them. they're right around I think they're there. in the seven and i still range. think that there's someone someone's got to be the number someone's okay. gonna so i still think in that range someone's gonna overshoot on like will levis and things like that so i still think they can get picks and make that deal work but we'll see atlanta falcons you stick because you got ritter last year um but that's a tough one you let ritter start next year yeah yeah, I'm with that actually, and I and I think Mariota's done fine. He hasn't done that bad, but no. I just as an organization and everything, I think you 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 move on with Pitts, Ritter, and Drake London. But maybe the roster's not good, and you just draft a bunch of defensive players and let Mariota go back out there. Mariota hasn't looked bad. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like it's you, a tough situation. It's a there. tough answer because yeah. if you're, you, I I think that you start Desmond Ritter towards the end of the season. And get a got. feel for for what you have because I don't think Marriott is a long term answer. No, no. I and think so, they know that. Too. And so if they know that and they're looking like they're going to draft high, then you have to see what you have in Ritter with some confidence to know they're in. Again, the weird part is what are they two and four? Uh, th- or two, two and three. three? Two and three. Like they're you know again, it's early to say for some of these teams where exactly they're going to land. They're not like, that bad. The Falcons are not that, that bad, bad of a team. They, but they're actually two and three and like. Pitts hasn't done a damn thing yeah. all year. And if they're in the top three sweepstakes, yes, they can trade away a grip or they just get Will Anderson and make their team a lot better. Yeah. I, they're kind I of mean, in that sweepstakes. If you're going to stick with Geno Smith, I think he's kind of a similar situation. Yeah. Uh, with a better roster? They have a quarterback in waiting, though. That's, it's a little yeah, different. Yeah, it's way different because you drafted a quarterback, a quarterback in, in the second already. round last year. Yeah. 
Like yeah. they, they they have Drew Locke, and they don't really care about, which was just part of the package essentially. Yeah. For, All right. You know, and then they just drafted Desmond Ritter. So yeah. I, I you, it's hard to draft somebody in the second round, never let him play. And then draft another person in the first round the following year. Yeah. Like, then you just completely wasted a second round pick. Mm -hmm. Right. You have to see what you have in him. Detroit Lions. Oh, man, this hurts. It's time. I like Goff, too. And he plays well a lot of times. He's time. having a good year. He's and having he's, a very well, good he's year. He's putting up numbers. But I do think they're going to be in the Bryce Young and mm -hmm. uh, CJ Stroud sweepstakes. Mm -hmm. I think that, uh, I think it's the, they. They ignite their like franchise, their fan base. You draft a, a high-profile quarterback, you get that fan base going again, and you give Dan Campbell some juice. Just kind of go into it. Yeah, I think you draft. You have to draft a guy. Huh? They get they, and they you, probably you, get one of those two I guys. I think that I have them draft. I would even bench Goff to make sure you get one of those two guys because he's playing well. I agree. I, I think you. Yeah, he, but Dan Campbell will never do that. No, Dan um, Campbell's a winner. Yeah. So I think you, uh, <laughs> even though you always, all he does is fucking lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you draft high. I think part of it, I think they're going to have the chance to draft yeah. high. I also, and maybe this is like overstating this value, I really like Jared Goff as a mentor. Yeah. And so to get a new young QB like coming in, like, do I like Mariota as a mentor? Not that much. But Goff? Really? I don't dislike. What has Mariota done? He was a great backup in. Yeah, I don't want someone to teach my guy how to be a great backup. But you want a mentor. Mariota was never even that bad in Tennessee. All right, I he was no, he wasn't. But he doesn't I, I'm have. A, I'm a Mariota guy. He was a playoff guy. I like Mariota, but yeah. I'm just saying, Jared Goff is a better quarterback in the NFL than Mariota. I don't think it's that close. That's that's not bad. They're both right there. So, yeah, I think they're more even than Garrett thinks. But I, what I, does Mariota do at quarterback? Like, he's been to the playoffs multiple times. Yeah, but is that because of Mariota? Like, or you yeah, say I didn't think those Titan teams were very in, good. In, in, in spite of their team, is or is fucking Jared Goff? Like when he was in LA. Yes, they won. He was holding them back. Obviously, Lions draft, Lions draft, Lions draft. draft. All right, Vikings. Vikings. Go ahead. What do you think? I mean, I got to look at the, the money situation with Cousins because I don't think they have room to. But I think they, they got to change something up there. Hmm. I, I It depends how they finish the year, too. They always finish, like, too good but not good enough. So they don't have, like... They'll a, never have a high draft yes. pick, but they'll never have a... Yeah. They'll never That's what we talked like about earlier is, like, you have to have one shitty year to get your guy. Th this draft is potentially deep enough, though, at QB. Maybe not, not necessarily like you might not get CJ or Bryce. But. It depends how you feel about those middle tier guys. Yeah, it depends exactly on how you feel about those guys. Like yeah. for me in this situation, I'm staying. I think you know Kirk Cousins is pretty underrated in a lot of times. You know, like I get the whole prime time thing with him. You know, whatever. And I do agree that you know they don't beat the better teams, but is that necessarily his fault all the time? No. You know, when people said that, oh, Kirk Cousins to San Francisco, I was like, you know, a couple years ago, I was like, yeah. Let's do it. Same thing with the Jets. Sounds sounds was, about right. He was rumored to go to the Jets. I was That's like, right. fucking so, sign him. Sounds good. Like, <laughs> like, like sounds good. For the love of God. Yeah. He get, and guess what? He throws bombs to Jefferson. Like, mm -hmm. we talk about how good his receivers are. Like, he's throwing the ball to them, and he's slinging it to them. So, I'm, I'm staying if I'm the Vikings. So. That's always been, like, a little bit of a gripe of mine, like, with Kirk Cousins. It's like, oh, Stephon Diggs, right? Yeah. Who's throwing in the ball? Right, right. Right? Justin Jefferson. Who's throwing in the ball? Yeah, like, it fucking matters. Yeah. And, like, he right. won't get any of the credit. He's... He's a top 
12. Ooh. Ish. Right there. Right it right. Like that's about the line, depending on how big or high you want it. You can't make a case that he's much lower than that. Yeah, I mean, whatever, give or take a week. That's what I'm saying. So like I don't think he's a top end starting quarterback exactly. in the NFL. That's more pretty team, factual. More I would teams say. would want him than would not want him. Yeah. Houston Texans. Now here's the tough one. How much do you like? I mean, for us, okay, because obviously we're the ones doing this. I'm trading that top pick and getting some picks. I if, agree if with the, that. If Build it, the roster. If it if it presents itself, I think Davis Mills has shown the ability to be somewhat successful. But then I'm thinking, like, they're, they honestly, there's they need so much. They're, I, they I, are in the hole three right here. What are you gonna say, Garrett? See, okay, so you just made the argument a second ago. Well, if you can get your guy going forward, then you do it. Yeah. Does it yeah. matter what you have around him? It does. It does. You no, just said it didn't. No, it doesn't in the fact that. How it, does it not matter with, like, the Panthers or, or whoever? It wasn't the Panthers. It was another it was team. The Seahawks. Seattle. Yeah, how does it not matter with Seattle, but it matters with Houston? Because I think there's some upside with Davis Mills. Like, to buy you... And the, there's not with Geno Smith? No, you know what Geno Smith is. Geno oh, Smith? Geno Smith's been a top five QBR in the league bad, so far. He's five weeks. He's, he's leading. Five weeks. It's he's leading. Fucking break. He's leading he's the, the fucking completion top, like, percentage. Yeah, don't let the numbers fool you through five fucking weeks. It's Geno goddamn Smith. Relax, what do you mean, Geno goddamn... Yeah, he's barely played in the NFL. And when he did, he played for a dog shit Jet team. Yeah. Geno Smith is not the answer. <laughs> I'm not, not saying David... actually. <laughs> he's having a good year. Okay? He's That's throwing about bombs all to lock it in DK. Like you're throwing fucking bombs. Oh god! That's, I, see, you're just you're, you're you're contradicting yourself. I'm not. It's a different situation. It's a much different situation. So they're passing up on Bryce Young. If they're the number one pick, I mean, they might not. If no, but you, 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 I know. I don't care what number they're gonna one's do. a lot different than everything else. Number one's, but I think if they can get Bryce Young, well, or CJ. top three. It's Bryce Young, CJ, Will Anderson. Who are they taking? If, and what do they do? What would you if do? You, if you have Stroud or Young, you, you have to take one of those guys. If you're the Texans, you would. Yeah, but I I think they're But you more don't think of, they're going to be in the bottom top I think three? they're more of like the eight range that you see Maybe. as... They're a tough team. Yeah. In a weird way, like, they they're, do play teams pretty tough. Yeah, they lose. Yeah, but they beat the Bears. Oh, God. Are they, one f- in, are they one and four or two and three? No, they they have a tie. I swear to God, every... Oh, yeah, that's right. They're, so they're one, tie two, and one. Colts. Yeah. I swear to God, every single team in the NFL is two and three. Yeah, it's or, so or many three two. and two. So like, the Jets, three and two. That boy. Niners. There you go. That's right. Bengals. Didn't the Jets and Bengals play? What should the Bengals do? It doesn't matter because if you look at the They're AFC standings right now, <laughs> right the now. Jets are above them. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. In total, in total, in total, the Jets are ahead of them. Yeah, I think we. What do you, what do you think they should do then? I think you draft because I think they're going to be a bottom five team. Okay. Uh, and I think that they're going to get a chance to draft real high. And I think. If they're bottom five, move up, do what you need to do yeah. to get that two or three pick and get your CJ or Bryce Young. Yeah, because I think there's opportunities to trade back in some teams this season where you're going to have, yeah. mm-hmm. like, we thought the Jags were very good. They seem to be falling off. Like, they could end up being a top five pick, you know, where they don't need a quarterback. So, the like, Jags? I don't think they'll be. I don't know. They've, they've fallen off a little bad. bit. They're, they're, they're they're more- I fall off on teams really like yeah. I yeah, kinda, you give up on teams, and I loved them last year too. Which like is the, the, sad the Texans part. are one, three, and one. Do we see them winning a ton of games going forward? No, they may win a couple, but they're not going to win a ton of games. No, the Raiders are one and four. They're going to win some games going forward. Ooh, that's a that's that's, my, that's the last one I want to end. Oh, on. I didn't even think about that. The Las Vegas Raiders. What do they do? We already made our opinions. What we think about Carr. You I know, like Carr. I, I think, think you stay with yeah, them. I think stay. you stay with them. But I I do think that there's a lot of fans, Raider fans specifically, obviously that 
would say, let's draft, let's move on, let's do something because they've seen this song and dance for him. And I, and I understand that take. I wouldn't because again, I think he's better. You know, he's again, a top half again, starting yeah. quarterback very, in the like NFL. Very comparable to Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He's right there with him, but right, we got a more likable. We got to move on. All right. Um, UFC news and notes from UFC. We don't got to spend a lot of time on it, but they did announce some fights, a lot of matchups to yeah. go over. So out of this list, we got, um, we got Thompson fighting Kevin Holland, who was once retired for a week, and then now he's back. <laughs> and then now Clown. he's got a fight booked. Oh, we've got Jeff Neal fighting Shavkat Rachmanov. We've got Paul Craig fighting Johnny Walker. We've got <laughs> Brian Barbarena fighting Rafael Dos Anjos. And then announced today, Jan Blokowicz fighting uh, Magomed Ankalaev, which seems to be a number one contender fight in the light heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. Which of these fights excites you the most? Which one are you looking forward to? Um, I like the Jeff Neal. Uh, Shavkat uh, fight. Oh yeah, personally, that's my number one. Oh yeah, why is that? Uh, I, Jeff Neal looked great. Like, yeah, he's been looking great. And uh, Shavkat, like, like that guy looks like he's a future. Shavkat is what we, th- what people think Shemayev is. Yeah, like 100%. legitimately. Like you watch that guy's fights. Yeah, Oof. I watch every single one, and I, I am I, like, I think that dude is the real fucking deal. He, but he, he can take it anywhere. Yeah. Um, and like, I think Jeff Neal's really good. Oh, Jeff Neal's a great technical striker so it's, as well. And uh, so I, I love. But I'm telling you what, Shavkat, <clears throat> he's gonna get him down, and it's gonna be over. Like, and he's gonna be fine on the and feet. even on the feet. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna like, be fine on. He's the feet. bigger than him, and he has pop on the feet too. Yeah, like this man is the real fucking deal in the welterweight division. And again, it, you you match up him and Shemayev, that's the fight to make. Oh, 100%. You got to build Shavkat's name a little bit more. He's the quieter version of Shemayev, obviously, but like from a skill perspective, he's better. This guy's better. Like, as far yeah. as like, I mean, Shemayev is, again, Shemayev is basically a middleweight at this point. He well, shouldn't that's, be fighting that, well. That's why I don't, I don't know that that fight's going to happen. I mean, who knows? Because I think he moves up. I think he needs to. Yeah. I, I, I do think that Dana. You know, with all the bullshit and everything, like I know Dana likes Shamayev. He loves that, you know, his star appeal and everything. But ultimately, Dana does not like when guys miss weight. No. He does not like that shit at all. He even said, like, they just he cut, was pretty pissed yeah. off about the catch weight situation that they had in that last UFC card, right? Three, the, all three of their top fights were basically catch weight fights. And look at, he was not happy about look that. Look what happened to Paulo Costa. Yeah. When he did, you know what I mean? Like, that guy's in the doghouse. I mm-hmm. mean, he did show him a little love last time. But still, I mean. Yeah, but where does he really fall now? Yeah. You know, and that's kind of where. Shamayev misses out. You know crazy? That's how much of a star Shamayev is. We're talking about him, and we didn't even have him as a topic. It wasn't even close to yeah. the topic. It wasn't even topic. We found our way to him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Shavkat for you, yeah, which I'm all into. Probably not even that close for me. See why? What do you think? Yeah, that one's pretty much you know a lock, but the Blankowitz fight seems like a pretty good fight to me. Well, it's a number one contender fight. Yeah, I, I, I think that's pretty obvious in that light heavyweight division. In yes. a division that you know, has been lacking superstardom. You've got Jan, a former champion, Magomed and Goliath, who people have been saying future champ for the past two years now. This is his chance to prove it, get his number one contender fight, and then fight Yuri, which if this fight got made, that also tells me that they're probably going to rematch Yuri they have and uh, Glover. They have I think that's to. pretty yeah, obvious at this you know, point. What, what's, what, what I, I, I'm real like, uh, I don't want to see happen. Glover just, he desi- he, he Glover definitely desi- deserves his rematch. Mm-hmm. But if he wins, now you're stuck because then they're going to have to book a trilogy. Yep. And then so now this whole division has been held up for a year, year mm-hmm. plus. 
And I don't like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I, well, especially given like, I do love Glover and I love what he's done for UFC. I like watching him. He's a good guy to bet on, but is he worth, is he that much of a star that we really need to do this rematch in this yeah. trilogy? Like probably not like Yuri Prohoshka in himself is somewhat of a star. Mm-hmm. Give him a Magame and Goliath fight, right? Give yeah. him something bigger to you know build his name and like glover to share he's like in his he's fucking like 45 years old yeah like but i mean i love glover he's tough as shit it's the right thing to do like uh it was a tough fight i get morally to like give him the rematch but yeah does anybody really want to see it that bad i don't need it i mean it it was an amazing fight to watch live it's one of those rare ones where it's like that was one of the better fights i've ever seen and i don't really want to see it again yeah weirdly enough yeah i'm with you uh for me again you guys probably hit the nail on the head on the top two. Um, I think the the uh, Wonderboy Thompson and Kevin that's Holland fight. I think that's a very interesting fight. Fun strikers, you know, two very very elite strikers. You know, um, both incredibly long for the welterweight division. So really excited to see you know Kevin Holland get this step up in competition. Obviously the Shamaya fight striker. was whatever. Right. You know what I mean? He wasn't prepared for that. So it wasn't his training camp for that fight at all. He gets mopped on the mat. Whatever. Not a big deal. Um, moving on. You know. He's back in the world. He's still a ranked fighter in the welterweight division. He's going to fight Wonderboy. He's coming off two losses against two wrestlers. Give him a striker again. Let's go style for style mm-hmm. and see who comes out on top. Yes. Now, the question in this matchup is, does Kevin Holland put on his wrestling shoes and no. take down Wonderboy? Holland won't do that. I, yeah. He, I think he'd rather lose on his feet. You don't think win. he cares? I don't. The guy just retired. Yeah. You know, uh, I also think uh, a subplot I'm, I'm interested to see, like Holland talk. I, I kind of want to see the in-fight talking because you got wonder boy right so, nice nicest motherfucker right? nicest right. motherfucker and then you have holland who's like not a mean guy yeah but he's gonna be chirping. talks a ton of shit and i could see thompson chirping back because he's a fun guy yeah you know, like thompson's an entertainer no, it's a crowd it's a crowd and fight. i could see thompson talking back not talking crap but just like having a conversation i think it's gonna be interesting having a good time yeah it'll be no good. i i crowd pleaser for i'm excited show. for that fight. i think that's a december fight so yeah that'll be awesome to see um that's pretty much all of them. The only other one, honestly, I think, I think RDA might blow Barbarino away too. I do too. RDA's for some reason he's just getting better. He still looks good at his Dude. age, and he looked really good against Fiziev in his last fight. He almost won that fight. Yeah. So, um, Frankie Edgar retirement fight. That's yeah. our other biggest news. Frankie Edgar, one of my favorite fighters in UFC history. I've yeah. loved him forever. He's gonna fight Chris Gutierrez on the MSG card in uh, New York. He's from Jersey, so good hometown love for him, and a good chance for him to get a win here. Yeah. Obviously, he's fought. Cheeto, he's fought San Hagen. He's, he's been fought some, some killers. Really, really tough yeah. guys. And, and the the cold hard truth of the matter is he's just not elite, elite at bantamweight. That's mm-hmm. just a fact, unfortunately. Yeah. So we'll give him a fight on top, let him get the win here and move on with his career. But an absolute UFC legend. Yeah. Sad to see him go, but ultimately it's, it's time. time. Yeah. It it's time. I agree. So um obviously the following week matchup, we'll we'll break down this week's card on uh next episode. However, looking forward to October 22nd, Volkanovski, or not Volkanovski, excuse me, Oliveira and Makachev. Huge pay-per-view card, so we'll be breaking that down on the following week. However, some news coming out of that, Volkanovski, who I just said, is announced as the backup to Oliveira and Makachev. Thoughts, opinions, what do you think? I don't want to look too far into it until we actually need to. Yeah. Cool that he signed up to do it. Uh, The one thing I will say before we get, you know, too close to it i guess i guess it's only a couple weeks but um good for volk i mean trying to train though like my thing is if you're the backup fighter how do you you preparing for two 
extremely, extremely different guys. There's no way for Volk to be compared uh, to to be prepared for both of them. Yeah. Hot, tough, tough, tough camp. Yeah. True. No, agreed. And that's yeah. that's the case for any backup. I do. I to be honest, I don't love this. Has him being the backup again. Do I think Volkanov's going to full training camp can give both of these guys fucking hell? I do. Like, I would love to see that matchup down the ro- out down the road. However, like in a drop in spot, I do think he's like the guy to do it because he is so well rounded. Well, who else do you like? Honestly, Dariush is the guy to have it. But Dariush has already got a fight. Yeah, but you can still make him the backup here. He's he's, he's trained for Makachev before. But he's on that card. He's not on the card. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's You're on fucking that card. right. Him yeah. and Gamrod are the, like the yeah. main. Uh, so that's my thing. Is you or the, the kickoff card? I think yeah, the kickoff fight. You don't have that I can think of anybody else. Yeah, but you just have him, you weigh in at him at the normal weight, and then something falls out, he fights, and then Gamrot, shit out of luck. Yeah, but, I mean, why would you do that? That's fine, but I just think Volkanovski coming from 45 to fight with these guys at 55, they're going to have a strength advantage. You know, he just, he just doesn't have that extra 10 pounds of muscle that those guys will have on him, unfortunately, you know? True. So he's going to have it at a disadvantage if that fight ever were to happen. I want him to have a full training camp to build his body to sure. be that 55er. That. So yeah. that's why I only don't like it, honestly, and... I just think it's kind of a waste of Volkanovski's time. Yeah. If that sounds if that sounds bad, but I think he's bad. I think give him an actual double champ opportunity, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm in on yeah. that. I think he's number one pound for pound for a reason. Yeah, I agree so. with that. Um last comment that I want to say, Makashev had an interview and said here's a longer quote, but in essence he was basically saying that the reason why no one's beaten Charles Oliveira is because people knock him down, but everyone's scared to go to the mat with him. He said, I'm gonna knock him down and then I'm gonna finish him on the mat. He's not scared of his jujitsu. He's coming in confident as hell. See why I know you're a big Oliveira guy. What do you yeah, think of this comment here? I, I don't want to get too far into it. I think it's just, you know, we're gonna break down the fight in a few weeks. But, you know, it's good for it's good for the sport. You know, guys talking. I think it's it's good. It's good pub. You know, got got us talking about it. So, I mean, yeah, shoot, I, he should have the confidence. Is it right? weird, like Habib, like when he first came in the UFC, never talked at all. Now all Habib is his guys. All they do is talk. Like a lot of shit too, Garrett. What do you think? Um, well, first off, that's not Makashev. That's Ali <laughs> fucking telling me what to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, uh, I don't. I don't mind the trash talk. I mean, that's fine. They're fighters. But do you think the actual statement Fuck, is no. possible? To me, that's all smoke. Yeah. Right. Like, if if Islam's plan is to actually stand with with Oliveira, that's it exactly. Right. Like if you're if you're gonna say you're gonna knock him down, Good. and we've seen Makashev strike, like it's yeah. not bad, but we've seen Charles Oliveira box with Dustin, Makashev, Chandler, yeah. and Gaethje, and, and hold it and, and win, win. Yeah, uh, yeah. Makashev is a far better striker than Habib ever was. Yeah, right. That's fine. Um, that doesn't mean that he can stand with Oliveira. Yeah. So yeah, I think this all smoke. I think that he, that's just him trying to get in Charles' head. Yeah, it's just a fucking bulletin board material shit. But I, I love if he tries. Oh, I'd love it if he tries too, because then Charles is gonna fucking win. <laughs> yeah. Charles knock his head, <laughs> yeah. knock his head off. <clears throat> but I don't think that's what his plan is. Not, yeah. not at all. I, I, if that guy doesn't shoot within the first two minutes, I will be fucking astonished. Oh, he'll shoot probably thirty, 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that's. I don't think that's outrageous. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I agree. I think you know, it's a little bit of smoke. You know, I you know, I get the confidence going into a fight. You know, how else are you gonna have this mentality? But they're just talking a lot of shit nowadays. I, I do think that he's not scared like, of Charles Jujitsu. Agreed. I do think that he's not, and I don't know that he should be scared of it. Yeah, I think Makashev is that wrestler on top that's dominant enough to where he's like, I'm not putting myself in this situation. I'm stronger. I'm gonna out muscle yeah. him. I'm I gonna be pretty true. safe. Yeah, and that's what worries me about this fight. Me too. 
because again, if he is on top, again, you know, Charles' level of jujitsu is elite, elite, elite. However, from your back, that elite, elite, elite becomes just elite. Especially you know? up against the cage. Right. If anybody knows, any of our listeners who know BJJ, they know as soon as you get pushed up against the cage, your attacks off the back almost are, I don't say non-existent, but they are much, much more difficult. Middle of the, middle of the octagon, completely different story. Well, plus, and that's how, you know, a lot of the Habibs and even a lot of traditional wrestlers, it's a lot easier to get the takedown off the cage, well, off the fence. Well, there's no angles to yeah. attack, which is all BJJ is. You just attack angles, you attack limbs. You can't do that when you don't have those angles because you're pressed up against the cage. So, be interesting. Fired up. Excited. Yeah, I can't wait to get into this fight in a few weeks. <clears throat> so, uh, thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 2. Uh, we have episode 3 coming at you tomorrow. So, stay on cue for that. Download, like, and subscribe. Uh, we're out. We're out.